Welcome to the Vic Tipness Podcast. If you're listening to this, maybe there's something inside of you that's yearning to create a better life for yourself. Follow along as Vic shares his story and the exact practical ways he went from having just $78 in the bank to becoming a multi-million dollar entrepreneur. You know, the, the worst disease you can have is being comfortable. Right. Yesterday I was having a bad day, but I, I bought a, another Lamborghini. Everything that you achieve, you have to understand and know, like, okay, if I get a Grammy, all right, that's cool, but what are you about to do next? Are you about to get another Grammy? Yeah. So what's going on, y'all? My name's Famous Kid Brick. I'm a music artist from Tampa Bay, Florida. I also do promotions for many companies. And I met Vic one day. It was crazy. Like, I ain't gonna lie. I was a little tipsy leaving Neiman Marcus. And everybody was trying to go to Ocean Prime. So we went in, tried to get a reservation. They were like, oh, you guys can't get the table right now. So I was mad. So I walked out. Next thing you know, they like, yo, Britt, 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 you got to meet this guy. You got to meet this guy. I'm like, wait, who is this guy? So I walked up to him. He's like, my name is Vic. This is my car. Hey, sit in it. Take a picture. Do what you want. I'm like, nah, no way. Like, is it, what, what, what is going on right now? So I sit in this car, take a pic. We exchange information. At the time, I had my verified account on Instagram. So I followed him. Notice he had a blue check, too. So from then on, I was like, this is my dog. So today, now that we're here sitting here, man, I want to ask you a few questions, bro. Yeah, man. Shoot, brother. So do you mind telling me what's it like every day in your life right now? Uh, what's it like every day? That's a good question. Uh, well, I, I'm not, I'm not an individual that's ever content where I'm at. Right. So today in my life, I, I look, I, I definitely get to enjoy the, the, the benefits of all the hard work. Right. And I've been grinding for a long time. Man. Right. I've been for, grinding sure. for 20 years, 20, you know? wow. 20 years, wow. um, started a business when I was like 25 years old. Um, Sold it, didn't make any money, made every entrepreneurial mistake you could imagine. I was 30. Then I, I worked for the company that bought me out, and then I started again from zero at 35. Wow. Right? So I started Blackstone when I was 35. Sheesh. So it's been now 10 years. I'm 45. And I lost money for probably the first 35 to maybe 42, right? Six, seven years. I, I lost money. Um, and didn't make any money. I mean, 2016, I was making, uh, I don't know, at the end of the week, I'd have $100 left over to my name. That was Jeez. 2016, 2015, yeah. So I was only like four or five years ago. So fast forward to now, and I'm answering this question a little long, nah, long winded, cool, but, people wanna know. but uh, I'm working harder today than I was five years ago. Right. Okay. So my, my daily life consists of doing a lot of things that require a lot of heavy lifting because sure. I'm trying to, I'm trying to go from where I'm at to, to having billions of dollars in, in wealth. Right. right. And in order to do that, you got to break through barriers. Right. And it's like, it's like molasses, dude. It's, yeah, it's sure. tough. It just sticks. It's tough. It sticks. It's, it's sticky. Through. You're right. tired. You're, you're exhausted. You're right. fed up. You're not sleeping. You're. 
everything, man, right. and you get you get a, a devil at every level, right? For sure. there's, there's a new hater. Yeah. There's a new there's a new obstacle that no, you have to overcome. So you know, I started off January, man, with a big bang, and then boom, I got hit. You know, I got hit with obstacles. So right now, my daily life consists of okay, how do I overcome these obstacles? How do right. I keep moving? How do I keep grinding? So that's what my daily life consists of. Perfect. However. I also get a lot of joy out of life now than I did back then, right? Like, you know, yesterday I was having a bad day, but I, I bought a, another Lamborghini, right? So I have to remind myself you sometimes, like, okay, it ain't that bad, right? Right? It ain't that bad. It ain't that bad. There's a lot of other people that are having it really bad, right? So, so that's what my daily life consists of: is is really pushing myself, man, beyond beyond the limits. What does your daily life consist of? My daily life consists of me always trying to improve myself. Mm -hmm. Because just like you said, there's always somebody out there that wants to say something bad about you. Even though I feel like that shouldn't drive you, but I feel like it should. Reason being because, right. reason being because those same people, they're going to say they knew you once you accomplish that big goal that you're working for. So, oh, yeah. Every day in my life, I'm always just trying to better myself. Like, even today, we didn't have to be here, but I wanted to be here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I felt like we're both businessmen, yeah. and we have a lot of things in common, and we should share it to the people who are watching. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel like it's always about applying yourself because somebody could tell you what to do, but you don't want to always go off of that. You want to always do what you can do by yourself. Yeah. So I'm an independent man, and every day I'm just trying to better myself, bro. Yeah. That's it. No, that's great, man. So well, what you said, too, about, um, you know, f letting people feel you. Yeah. I'm like that, man. All I need is somebody yeah, just to be like, just to say, like, oh, yeah? Oh, All right, I'm going to show okay. you. I'm okay. going to show you. Okay. Just wait. Okay. <laughs> All right, so I remember when you said something like as if, you did a lot of things, but you failed a lot of times as well. So that's another thing we have in common. Nobody gets success overnight. Some people do, but they don't. You always start from the bottom. So starting from the bottom, how many times would you say you failed and what kept you going? Like, what was the highlight of the moment? Like, okay, this didn't work out, but I feel like if I do this, it could work. Because you said you've been doing it for 20 years. So that's 20 times you could have failed and 20 times you could have prevailed and made it to where you wanted to be. So I feel like that's a real big question. Like, what kept you going to get this drive to be the man you are today? Look, look I think you, we all know what our potentials are. Right. right? At the end of the day, you got to look yourself in the mirror and say, hey, you know what? This is my potential, right? Sure. Whatever God-given ability that, we, that you have, right? Right. So for me, I knew that I had the potential to do um, many, many great things in the business world, right? And I, I wanted to be a businessman since I was like nine, dude. You know, I was, when I was like 17 years old, I went to, to Staples and I bought a briefcase and I, I just carried the briefcase around. Hmm. Like That's business from motivation. 17 to 20 something. That, that'll put you in like, a mind state yeah. like, I gotta be this guy. And I have shit in it. See, that's what I'm saying. It just puts you there in that yeah. mind frame. But I just carried it around. I carried it with me everywhere I went, man. And um, and what kept me going was this idea that, you know, I'm chasing my future self, right? right. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to 
push every day to get to the position and that ideal scene of who I know I should be mm-hmm. or get as close as I possibly can to that. Maybe it's not 100%, but it's pretty damn close. So every day that I'm not there, I, I don't feel good, right? right. I'm like, okay, I, I, I can't, I'm not, I'm not content. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. I just know that, that, you know, not that I'm not content with myself, but I know that there's more. There's always more. So if there's more to have, you know, you have that thing, like you kind of leaving food behind. Yeah, for sure. Right? And so for me, that that's what drives me. Like that that's my motivation. It's like I, I know that there's more. Right. It's and like I'm not never happy over. with it. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not. It's just, it's just the beginning. <laughs> for sure. It's like everything that you achieve, you have to understand and know, like, okay, if I get a Grammy, all right, that's cool, but what are you about to do next? Are you about to get another Grammy? Yeah. So it's like you can't really celebrate and dwell on your accomplishments too much because there's always more to do. There's always more, man. So there's I always totally, another level. I there's totally, always another level. It man. is. I totally feel and it. Especially in the business world, man. You could take, like, you know, there's guys out there, man. There are companies out there that could take everything that Beyonce, Jay-Z, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. and all these people – Put them all together, and they could write a check just say, go away. Yeah, for sure. Like that That's how much wealth, that's how much potential is out there, right? So sometimes you got to think – I think about that. I'm like, you know, I, I don't get – you know, the, the worst disease you can have is being comfortable. Right. It's the worst disease you can have. And people get really comfortable, dude. Like that, that is a – that is the worst disease. So anytime I start to feel that – I check my temperature. I'm like, dude, I, I can't have that. Like, I can't have that disease. Of, can't. Uh, but yeah, because it's, it's easy to be comfortable. And, it, and there's, there's different levels, right? Mm-hmm. Like somebody could be totally comfortable making, you know, uh, $20 an hour. I mean, you could be comfortable. Hey, I got, I got my room. Got your bills I got paid. My, I got my bills paid. I got my car. You know, I, I'm able to go to the movies on the weekend and, and, and have dinner. I'm good. Right. It, it, especially living in America. Living in America is super easy to get comfortable. Yeah, right, right about that. So, because you don't have to, you don't have to produce so much mm-hmm. to be comfortable, right? You can live in a safe neighborhood. Your your kids can go to a good school, public school. You can have health insurance. You know, you try doing that shit in 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 Somalia or or Afghanistan, and you can't, right? No, you, everybody in the country in Afghanistan doesn't have that ability or opportunity to have a comfortable life making a nominal paycheck right so it's a bit of it's a bit of a trap right this comfortableness so i I think that's the biggest disease and i see it all the time man i see i see entrepreneurs they they get to a certain level and they 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 get the car they want or whatever and then it's just comfortable just get real stagnant that's 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 a bomb i think my lowest moment was when i decided to restart my life again this was in 2000 and 12 um and i was in a relationship and i decided to get divorced i had two little kids i think they were nine at the time eight or nine at the time nine or yeah and um i I had i had nothing to fall back on so both my parents died when i was my, my early 20s um i don't have any family here and my uh, my ex at the time did she had all his family, all these people, all the support, you know, cousins and brothers and all this, all this stuff. And I was solo rider, dude. Like I, uh-huh. I was, I was on my own. I had, there was no backup plan. There was no, okay, I can move in with my mom. 
or my dad. There was none of that. So I think that that was probably my lowest moment where I was like, dude, it's all on me. And, and a lot of people wrote me off, dude. There's yeah. a lot of people, and I can name names, wrote me off. They were like, oh, Vic is a has-been. Yeah, he started his business when he was in his 20s, but that was that was then. He's, right. he's a has-been, right? And And so I think for me that was my lowest moment because – that was the moment that I looked out into the abyss, right? That, right? That's when I really looked out into the abyss, and I was like, it's on me. Like, like everything from this point that's going to happen in my life, good or bad, is, is on me. Hmm. Right? That's a fact. You got to put it on yourself. Yeah. And so at that point, I was like, okay, what am, what am I going to do, right? Am I going uh, to lay down like a dog? And just, you know, cry for mercy, or am right. I gonna, or I'm gonna take, you know, my my courage and all my abilities and and maximize them to to the highest ability that I can. And I think that was my lowest moment. But you know, now looking back, I, I see that as like a really crucial moment yeah. in my life. For sure, man. Gotcha. So, so what what was your lowest moment, man? How old are you, by the way? Thirty. Okay. Just turned thirty. Okay. So you're young, man. Yeah, I'm trying to yeah. be young and flashy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Trying to do a lot in the world, but um, I've had a lot of low moments. Um, just with life, you know, losing people in and out. You know, I lost my grandfather, and my grandfather was a person who never told me no. Like with anything that yeah. I needed, asked for, like he was there. If he said if he couldn't do it that day, he'll be like, you know what? I got you another day. So besides that, along with the music, like. Loyalty put me in a dark place with a lot of people because I, I'm so loyal. Like, if I rock with you, Vic, like, you my brother. You know what I'm saying? No ifs, ands, or buts about it. So when people come to you with an opportunity to get your brother out of the situation and you stand down and say, I'm not going to do that because this is my brother, but it's a better opportunity, that good opportunity goes out the window because you're loyal to your brother. So I feel like my loyalty put me in a lot of dark spaces for me achieving what I want to do as a successful music artist in the industry. As soon as it could be, it's not happening as fast because I'm just a good person to the people who I came up with. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, totally. It's about loyalty, man. Yeah. So I feel like that that's what slowed me down as Be, being loyal to the wrong people. Just being loyal to the wrong yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's messed up a lot of situations for me. I don't want to speak on it too much because yeah. that's not really everybody's business. I just yeah. want the whole purpose of this is to let people know, like, don't be loyal to the wrong people because you can miss out on a lot of things. If you're in my life, I make sure that you're there and you're doing something beneficial. You're not just there soaking up the energy soaking up everything that we're trying to accomplish and do whatever you want to do with it like if you're here you're here yeah you know makes sense man makes sense guess man. having you got to have the right people around you got to have the right people yeah. around you man if you want to you want to become successful everybody's not going to be there for you that you thought was going to be there you may start off with 10 but you're going to end with five yeah no? If lucky if you got five. Lucky if yeah. you, I was being nice. I was being nice. You probably go like have two. two. Yeah. yeah, you probably go have yeah. two. And a whole bunch of new people. Yeah. So that's just how it goes, man. So I just want to better myself and put good people around me, and I just want to get to where I need to go with the right people. 
Well, it's not really like you find the right people. Sometimes the right people find you. So I feel like if you go out looking for that right person, it might not work. You mm -hmm. know, like I just met Vic at Ocean Prime. We're cool. We're not the best of buds, but we get it, you know. Yeah. So he's a good person. So I met Vic, and that's just like that's how it goes like it just fell out the sky yeah. like sometimes it just happens sometimes if you're looking for somebody in a position sometimes they could be perfect for your position but i feel like you just can't go looking for it because sometimes it just happens i like to say how i would decipher a good and a bad person yeah i feel like sometimes it takes time to find out like me personally i know sometimes i'm hanging out with a snake but I'm not sure if you're a snake yet. Yeah. So if you're not physically harming me, you might be around for a little bit till I get that reason to say I knew it. Because yeah. I don't want to sound crazy. Yeah. When you start speaking on certain things to certain people, they're like, nah, he crazy. Yeah. Oh, nah, he a hater. But two months later, bro, you heard what so-and-so just did? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I told you. Yeah. So I feel like it takes time to decipher a good and a bad person. Like, you just can't call it out. But then you have some people, like sometimes I feel a certain way about somebody yeah. when I meet them. Yeah. Like when you leave the room with that person, you're like, oh, man, yeah, nah. Yeah, yeah, you like, yeah, nah, yeah. that ain't, yeah. it ain't what it is. So you do get those type of vibes too. Yeah. But you just can't assume and judge somebody and judge a book by its cover. Yeah. So I just play it safe at all times. Yeah. You know? That's a good way to be. Yeah. How about you, Vic? How do I know? I, I look at the people around them, right? Mm, that's a good one. That's always the a, company you keep. The company you keep, and and how well how well they're doing, right? So, uh, if if I meet somebody, and but there, there's two things that that you know, these are kind of anecdotal, okay? But 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 they've served me well, okay? So number one, if I meet somebody. And the first time I meet them, they're telling me about how ethical they are and about how they always do the right thing. Hmm. Okay. Dude, I run. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sure. Because, dude, if you got to tell me everything, how yeah. ethical you are and how you always do the right thing the first time we meet, dude, something's wrong. Yeah, for okay? sure. Okay. Something's wrong. And, 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 and nine times out of ten, something's wrong. Right. Okay. So that, that's number one. Number two is I look at I look at their products, right? When I mean products, I look at the things that they've accomplished that are like, you know, done. Like, oh, you did this or you did that, or and it's not necessarily just monetary. It's 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 you know maybe it's hey man, I help. I had this friend that was on drugs. And I helped them get off of drugs and I helped them straighten their life out. That's a product, right? right. Now now they're doing well. So, you know, I mentor kids a, a, a lot, and I, I had one kid that was doing such a success story, man. He's like one of the richest fucking kids in Tampa right now. No way. He's like 18 years old. Off of what? Well, he, 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 was in, he was in a lot of trouble, getting in trouble with school and hanging around the wrong people and stuff like this. And so I mentored him, mm -hmm. and, and he went from, I mean, I'm talking about, like, getting arrested and all kinds of stuff. Bad stuff, really yeah. bad stuff yeah. that were really, was really going to affect the trajectory of, of his life. And I met with him, and I, I just, you know, I, I mentored him and whatever, and, and now he owns a successful lawn care business. Sweet. He owns two, I think he bought his first house when he was 17. He bought his second house when he was 18 or 19. He has two houses now, rented 17, out. you're still in high school, right? Dude, I asked him, like, bro, I saw him, like, a month ago. I'm like, dude, how much money have you saved? He's like, he's like 60 grand. Dang. 
dude, you're like, you're like 18. That's what's up. You know what I mean? So that's a product. Right. Right. And, and, and I look at also the people around the other person. So if, if some, if, if a person has other people around them doing well, that's a great sign, man. That's a great sign. Like if you see people around that person not doing well, that's a bad sign. Dude. So we call it red flag. That's a red flag, that's a red man. Flag. That's a red flag. Red flag. I, I tell people all the time. I'm like, if, if you hang around me, your your life's gonna get better. Right. That's my product. For sure. Right. That's just that's how I operate. Like, right. Everybody's life's gotten better. Yeah, yeah it should rub off. It should rub off. It should rub off. It, it should, should rub, rub off. off, and then when it doesn't rub off, that's 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 red. you. That's like your problem, you know. Yeah. Because you're around it, I'm giving you what you need. Exactly. It's not my fault you didn't prosper. Right. So I do a lot of promotions, a lot of big time companies. You know, like PSD Underwear, Ethica. I have a partnership with Neiman Marcus, Tampa Bay International Mall, just to name a few. And everybody gravitates towards me because the projection I put on social media. Mm -hmm. Like, say if, like, we're sitting here right now, yeah. if we were to take a picture, just us sitting here, it wouldn't be cool, but if you had, like, a cigar in your hand and I had a cup of whiskey or something and we did something cool, yeah, people would project it more. Yeah. Like, yeah. they would be into it more. So I feel like that's what these companies like about me because I can make something look better than what it is. Yeah. So that's what we get into the marketing aspect of things. Yeah. So what would you recommend for somebody like me? Because it's working for me right now, but I also want to do different things and try new stuff. So what's your advice on marketing? Like, I want to know how do you market yourself? Like for the people to like Vic, like, yeah. what's it like in the marketing world? You're obviously having success doing what you're doing, right? So I don't necessarily think you should change it, right? Like if I, if I find something that I'm doing that works, I just keep doing that thing. Right. Then For sure. You have some That's a idiot. Fact. You have some idiot that comes along one day and, you know, he thinks he's Einstein and he tries to tell you, no, you need to change it. Don't listen to that dude. Okay. Like you got something good going, keep, keep doing that thing. Right. right. But branding is so important, man. And, and you know, this, in this, I, I wish I had started it 20 years ago. Right. Honestly, man, I didn't start really, really kind of getting into branding in, until 2016. I think, I don't think I really was all in until maybe like, a year ago, two years ago, did I really start getting into it? Uh, because I wanted to be able to give back, right, to to people that were aspiring, that were in the same position that I was in, you know, five, ten years ago. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to be able to give them content. My advice on on branding is is simply, man, be be authentic, man. Just be right. you. you. You see a lot of people that are that are putting stuff out, and it's not them. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Just doing it to do it. They're just doing it to do it, and they're pretending to be somebody that they're not. And I, I think it's not. It, you just got to be yourself. Yeah, for sure. And authenticity sells. You can tell what's authentic and what's yeah, not. Yeah, man, you can tell, you dude. Can tell. You can tell. You can see that. You can see that shit a mile away, man. Mile away. Mile away. And people, people are not dumb. So they see it. They you see know, it. And they're just like, eh, I don't know about this dude. Exactly. You know, but I've been able to gain a, a following from people that have similar reality, man. You know, like... Life is tough, man. Life is tough, and it, it will it will knock you down, right? So, I think there's a lot of people out there that are are looking for people like me and people like you because they're like, hey, you know, they're 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 doing something, you know. They're not they're not just you know standing on the street corner making trouble, 
You know what I mean? Like they're actually trying to be productive in their lives. So I, I think that the more you, you project that, you're always going to have that, that group of people, man, that's going to yeah. hate on you, but you're going to have a, a larger group of people that are going to have affinity for that. Yes, you're right about that, bro. You know? So I think that's that's the key. You just got to be authentic in you, man. It's, and, you know, look, you got to be willing to be hated, man. I yeah, get I get sure. so much hate mail, yeah, and I'm just too. like, I don't care. I don't, I don't care, dude. Look at it I don't anymore. even care. I don't, I don't care, right? But you, you're going to have – then you're also going to get the love, too. Right. So you got to be willing to have the whole world hate you at yeah. times. I tell people all the time, man, like, like my homeboys who want to do music, they'd be like, yo, what, what this dude talking about? Like, yeah. what he saying? I'd be like, bro, like, it's going to be a million people who come at you like that. Yeah. It's Not everybody's going to like you. Right. That's what you have to understand in order to be in this business. Yeah. Once you get that tough skin, you're going to be all right. Yeah. Bro. Oh, yeah. You're going to be all right. Yeah. Well, if something's working for you and you like the results of what it's doing for you and your life, I'd advise you to just not quit and just keep doing it and apply more like you have to always better what's working for you because like me and Vic said earlier people are always gonna say something about your achievement Vic just got a Lambo alright that's cool what what he about to get next so now he gotta go get the next Lambo after that Lambo so it's just all about bettering yourself and knowing like you have to know like with success you have to have tunnel vision it doesn't matter what anybody says if you have that in your mind on what you want to do and you feel like that's going to work for you, you have to keep applying that same technique mm -hmm. and weave everybody out. All your achievements come, those same achievements that you drove for, the people that said, I don't think it's going to work, and it worked, those same people are sitting there. They're not excited about how you made it work. They're like, they're mad about how it worked because they, they're the same ones who said it wasn't going to work. So I feel like it's all about staying consistent and securing your future is about not quitting. Totally agree. Feel me? Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's simple. Like, don't quit something that's working for you. If you want to be rich down the road, if I want to be... If I want to be a, a millionaire rapper, it can happen. Yeah. It can happen. I just have to keep doing it. I may have to change things up, but I can't stop because right. that's what everybody wants you to do. This, the day that you stop and say, I quit, man, this, this comment got to me today, they won. I don't never want to feel like that. No yeah. matter how down I get, bro, yeah. like, I always, all right, Britt, tighten up, tighten up. That, that's what they want you to do. So yeah. it's all about consistency, and yeah. that is the main key. That's true. Very true. I think the only way you safeguard that is just you got to keep investing in yourself, make mm -hmm. yourself better, right? Because um, that's the only thing that's the outlier is is you, right? Right? Like the outlier is you in terms of okay, if your potential is at a six and it could be a ten, you know, that's the only thing that's going to safeguard your future. Because right. what what I do know is problems aren't going to stop for sure, right? They're and not, not going to stop. Right. Until haters, haters are born every day too. Every day. Like they start as babies, they yeah. get older too. Like they gonna hate on you too. Like yeah, it's true. So I think I think you gotta be you gotta be willing to say okay, I gotta persist no matter what. And I don't think you know setbacks are setbacks. I don't think you ever fail until you quit. Yeah. Um, and if you don't quit, dude, eventually you're gonna get there. That's right. that's one thing I'm starting to see more and more as I get older. Is uh, dude, if you just keep going, you're you're, you're gonna eventually get there. You're gonna get there. Eventually. You're eventually going to get there. Like I, I saw um, an interview about uh, Drake, and and he was talking. This was 2007, 2006. 
and he's you know he's been grinding for 20 years and he didn't really you know I I didn't really know about you know him as an artist until I'd say six years ago That's crazy. six seven years ago but you know he he was he was like a backup guy in 2004 2006 so sometimes I think what happens is people lose they lose per perspective right because they see somebody all of a sudden become somebody really famous and um and they don't they don't realize the the 20 year backstory right you know what i mean like they they don't like 20. you look at these artists man drake nikki jam um you know tom brady mm-hmm. all these people you know brady wasn't he was 198th draft pick in the nfl draft <laughs> on the 6th round wow see that's something i didn't know yeah he wasn't even a heisman winner he there's 203 people they picked in the draft 203 he was 100 he was 198 in the sixth round which is the last round okay there's i mean one two all of the other qbs that got picked in the first round second round third round are not playing today that's actually an interesting fact Hmm. none of them are playing the heisman winner the heisman trophy winner that draft year is not playing in the nfl today and it took brady three to four years as a second string quarterback to get his opportunity wow. it wasn't until the third or fourth year he was sitting on the on the sidelines he was wow. sitting on the sidelines and then the the quarterback got injured uh injured his his knee or his elbow and then he went in but here's an interesting thing i don't know if, if you guys know this but uh uh when he got drafted by the patriots mm-hmm. right again 198th draft pick um, he was getting on the bus. Uh, they were going to go to a, a, an away game. And he, as he was getting on the bus, uh, Robert Kraft was there, who was the owner of the, of the Patriots. And Robert Kraft said this story in an interview. He said, he said this, this skinny kid came up to me. I, you know, I, knew, I knew he was a draft pick, didn't really know who he was. I know that we picked him up as a second-string quarterback. And he came up to me, he shook my hand, he looked me dead in the eye, and he says, I'm the best hire this franchise has ever made. Wow. And he was. He made it happen. And Robert said, you know, I don't know what it was about the way he said it, but I believed him. So so imagine the 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 confidence you have to have in yourself. That you're you're dude, you weren't even picked in the top three rounds right and you're and you're telling the owner of the team you were like the last guy picked that you're the that i'm the best decision this franchise has ever made coming from tom brady so i think that the way you secure your future is that it's that component right it's that x factor of of belief in yourself that Starts here. No, no one's gonna believe in you, dude. You're right. I remember when I was broke, dude. And nobody believed in me, dude. No, nobody was calling me up saying, "Hey, Vic, I believe in you. I think you can make it. I think you can do it." If anything, it was the opposite. Right. Right. So there's, there's this, you know, there's, there's nobody cheering for you, and I think that's where it matters the most, right? When you get to a certain level in life, dude, everybody's gonna ride in the limo with you. Okay, everybody. That, that's just like it's easy. Yeah. You, you got millions of dollars. You, you got, you know, everybody's gonna be your friend. 
right? But when you're when you're broke and nobody knows who you are and you have nothing to show for it, right? That's when you're really reaching deep down inside because no one's calling you, right? Right. That's where the real confidence comes through. Like, hey, you know, you got to be that tough person yeah. to get through it. And when you're super competitive, like, dude, I'm super, I'm so competitive. So, and I didn't realize that I was as competitive as I am today, that as I as I am. But all it takes is somebody just give me the wrong just look or, or just just uh, not want to do business with me or, or hang up the phone on me. Mm-hmm. Just it, just a look. It could be something, man. You just took my seat at lunch. Turns you up. That's all I need, dude. And it's like, oh, okay. You got to think big in everything, man. So you know, there's. Like, I, I think that's probably one thing I wish I had done earlier, too. I thought I thought big, but I really didn't think big, right? And when I mean big, I mean, whatever your aspirations are, like, right now, this minute, right? You got you to gotta multiply it by, by 50. So if, if your aspirations right now is, say, I, I want a million bucks and I want, I want, I want a Lamborghini. I'm just throwing something out there, right? Why not ten? Right. Why not? Why not? Why not every brand of car that you've ever wanted? Right. Uh, why not ten million? Why not twenty million? Why not a hundred million? Right. If you got ten employees. Why not a hundred employees? Well, what does two hundred employees look like? You know, I started one employee. We have a little over 300, empl- full, 300 full-time employees today. And I have offices in, in – we're international now. Right? We got offices in Medellin, Colombia. We've got 130 people over there full-time, 15,000 square feet. When I started, I was in a 400-square-foot office, like the size of this studio, with one employee, right? So – you know, I think I think in terms of of thinking big, man. Like whatever you're thinking today, mm-hmm. you got to think bigger, man. Like, cause cause if you don't, there's there's no security in that. There's none. There's none, man. There's no security in 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 small. That's that's the other thing I've realized in in the business world, in the music world, dude. There's no security in small. You want to be as as big as you possibly can because it's only when you're big can you weather the storms. Yeah, you're right. You can't weather the storms if you're the small guy. They're going to take advantage of you. Everybody's going to take advantage of you. You're not going to be able to handle economic downfalls. Mm-hmm. You're just not going to be able to sustain it. But if you're if you're the biggest player in your industry or you're the biggest person in your industry or in the top 10, right. you can weather storms, man. There's security in that. And I didn't necessarily think that way all the time. And so now when I think about future expansion, I think, okay, how much? what, what about 1,000 employees? What does that look like for Blackstone? You know? Like, like what, what does that look like? And, and okay, then how do I get, how do I reverse engineer to get there? Right. What do I have to do every single day to get there? And so that's, that's what I do in terms of my expansion. So if you got a goal that, Hey, I want to be here at the end of the year, or I want to be here in the next 24 months. Well, what's it going to take for you to get there? What do you have to do every single day? For you to get there, does it mean you got to, instead of making ten phone calls, you're making fifty? Make fifty. Does it mean instead of having two meetings a day, it's make it's having five? Does it mean instead of generating X amount of dollars in revenue, I got to generate this? Whatever that is, right? You can always reverse engineer it. So what I do is I reverse engineer everything. So I know what I have to do hour to hour in terms of revenue, in terms of numbers, uh, in terms of hiring, in terms of all of these things, these things for my company to be able to get me to that that number or that goal at the end of the year. 
and and no nobody has this idea because this is from the top down, man. It's like, dude, we're we're it's like the foot is on the gas. Yeah, for sure. Every day, there's no cruise control. Every day. Today was better than I expected because I came in here thinking like you could easily ask, oh, how many watches you got, how many chains you got, but you know what I'm saying? It's not it's not really about that. Like people look at this as success, and people look at you as success too. Yeah. So. The people want to know, how did you become successful? Because everybody wants to be a better person yeah. than what they are, and people want to do better than what they're doing. So I just felt like today was, like, the perfect time to ask the man that everybody wants to know from, like, how does it happen? So I'm glad I got that out of you today, and um, hopefully we can link up again soon, bro. This was a great opportunity, and um, I love everything that you're doing, and I wish the best for you and your family. And um, let's just go up together, bro. We'll be laughing about this later. I'll be in the Lambo next to you, and uh, we'll probably be out of town somewhere. You know, so <laughs> absolutely, appreciate you. Man. I appreciate the time. I appreciate this, man. Thank you. You're welcome, man. No, I appreciate the same, man. It's, no doubt, uh, it's, it's mutual. No doubt. Feelings mutual, man. Feelings mutual. But how many cars you got, though? How many cars do I have? Um... Thank you for listening to the Vic Tipness Podcast. Be sure to subscribe for more business advice and motivation to help you reach and surpass your business goals.